Welcome back to the Whatnots, a review show number 275. We're getting up there. Uh, my name is Kyle Springer, and I am joined by Melissa Wilkinson. Melissa, how are you? I'm doing fine. You just came back from a trip back to Richmond, Virginia. How was that? I, I sure did. Had a real quick work tr- trip for like an all staff conference thing. Boring stuff. Uh, but it was good to be mm-hmm. back in Richmond again. Got to see my old roommates. Went to my old comic book store. Uh, the, 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 I've never the place... been there, but I imagine Richmond is beautiful in the fall. It sounds yes, like it yes. would be. Virginia has a <laughs> lot of tr- tr- of trees and stuff. That that was the first thing my partner said when she came to visit for the first time. She's like, "There's oh. so many trees here. Like, oh my god." I was <laughs> <laughs> like, "Yeah, yeah." <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> um, but something that I did want to m- 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 mention on that, we had our conference in the Science Museum, kind of like right behind it. There's like a convention, like a small convention center that's attached t- to the Science mm-hmm. m- m- Museum. And I've never been to the Science m- 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 Museum in Richmond, uh, but it's pretty darn cool. I got to walk through a part of it to get to one of the like the breakout sessions that i had to go to and they had a whole section on like sports science and like the (laughs) science of like the human body and how strong muscles are and like acceleration and force and all, all that stuff um and one of the exhibits that they had that i really wanted to check out was an air hockey table where you could play against an AI like machine arm and like see if you could beat the computer and I was like that's so cool I want to go check that out but alas I I could not um, which sucked but I was like that looks sweet and then they also had one of those big pendulums like they have in Lost Ooh. in the later season where they're like <gasps> oh, marking the, the thing. Yeah, I was like, that's awesome. So, uh, yeah, good good times. I got in late last night, so I have an energy drink to keep me awake and get me through the day. A beautiful pink. A lovely yes. coral. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, speaking of, so before we started recording, you were like... Oh man, we wore red and green. And we were like, I'm I'm so sad when we wear Christmas colors and it's not Christmas or Christmas related. But Melissa, we are, we have serendipitously fallen into something here. The movie that we are talking about this week was released on Christmas Day in, in, in 1998 <laughs> yeah even though it is a horror film was released on you december 25th i i feel like scream was also show me the first scream please google uh the first scream i think was also released yes december 20th 1996 so it's definitely capitalizing on that scream pattern that that holiday holiday release yeah um yeah Today on the podcast, episode 275, I, I, I guess I should do the whole spiel. 
Uh, if you guys don't know, right here on the Whatnots Review Show, each week we have a different story to talk about. It could be a movie, an anime, a manga, a comic book, a TV show, all sorts of stuff. We read it, we watch it, we come back here and we talk about it. Uh, this week on the show, or th this whole month on the show has been ho horror yep. month. It's October 2023, uh, and as as we traditionally Additionally, do we just pack it full of horror movies and comics and TV shows, all that kind of stuff. So this week we are talking about a 1998 sci-fi horror film called The Faculty. Uh, this is one that I kind of wanted to bring on the show because we haven't really done any like alien horror, at least yeah. in a like, movie form. Um and I, I, I was kind of looking at all the stuff we've done, like we've done some vampires, we've done some zombies, we've done this, we've done that. We haven't done aliens. So I was like, we need to do some like alien abduction we stuff or. Right. Uh, it's come up from time to time, but yeah, it's typically not part of Halloween. We're going for more traditional yeah. Halloweeny things. Yeah, yeah. Um. So I, I was like, let's let's get some some alien abduction kind of something, something. Uh, and so I, I saw on a lot of like, what are the best like alien horror movies? And the faculty kept coming up uh, <laughs> as 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 one. And I was like, this is this seems cool. We could do that. And then I had mm -hmm. the whole thing as I was p pitching it last week that uh, like the universe was just Telling us that we needed to watch this because I woke up like last Sunday morning and the first thing I saw on social media was like watching this absolute banger of a movie and it was the poster to the faculty. Just some random post. Don't know who it was. <laughs> some benevolent stranger. Right. Yeah. And and then in the course of our conversation, you, 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 we like got on young Elijah Wood and that how he's into a whole bunch of horror stuff. And I was like, yeah, he produced the movie know. we watched. We produced the movie we watched last week. A girl walks home alone at night uh, among many other producers. Yeah. And I mentioned that he is a big horror guy and we could do a whole week, if not month on Elijah Wood horror titles. And then you brought me the faculty. Yeah, the clear like, winner. It's, it's, the destined this has one. to be it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. One movie to rule them all. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, we picked the faculty. That is what we watched uh, this this week here. Uh, it came out in uh, 1998. It's directed by Robert Rodriguez. Uh, the screenplay is by Kevin Williamson, who who wrote Scream. Um, yes, it, it has a fairly star studded cast. Uh, in in this, a lot of people you will recognize from Elijah Wood to Josh Hartnett to uh, Usher is is in this. You have like a side <laughs> character, uh, all sorts of people, both the like students in the movie and the 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 faculty uh, in in this. The titular faculty. John Stewart. I think it's very. <laughs> So my <laughs> I, I told my older brother, uh, this movie's definitely in his wheelhouse. He would have been like in his nine. Yeah, he would have been 21 when this movie came out. Sure. Definitely a horror fan. Definitely saw it in theaters. 
Like I watched the faculty this week and he's like, oh, the John Stewart vehicle, the faculty. <laughs> I think it's very yep. funny that for a movie called the faculty, it's only the students who get to be on the poster. Yeah. Yeah. Right. The faculty not pictured. Exactly. Um, but yeah, the faculty. So this is one. I mean, I'm not a big horror person in general i'm not really drawn to that sh- sh- genre so this is one that i did not know existed um Ugh. but yeah with with such a, a star-studded cast i'm kind of surprised i hadn't at least like heard of it um but it seems to be pretty well liked and yeah i had a blast w- with this, this was one. fun this was a lot of fun indeed it, it there's some I mean, it 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 plays on the kind of like typical like teen high school drama mm-hmm. horror movie stuff. Um, but then it just like it it has fun with it. Like it's not taking itself too seriously. Um, yeah. It's not it, quite yeah. at the stage of being like cabin in the woods meta about like we each fill the archetype, but it is very much. Oh, I know all these kids. I know the right. type of kids that these kids are. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and it's just, yeah, you see everything from like characters acting strangely to your typical horror sequences of like being chased down a dark hallway uh and uh yeah there's some gore there's some aliens there's some weird cgi that happens in the in this there's some some great stuff um and yeah i i I cannot recommend this enough this was a blast this was good I, Mm -hmm. i watched it on peacock um, but I think it was also on Paramount Plus, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, yeah, I found um, it there. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it seems to be pretty readily available. So very nice. Go ch- check it out. Melissa, what did what did you think? I I enjoyed it. I hadn't seen this before. I vaguely knew what it was, but also I keep mixing it up with the movie Idle Hands, which I think is another mm. teen kind of horror comedy from around this time okay uh <laughs> see that one i've heard is, the name of i'm not familiar right. with it but I, I, I at least have heard it's the seth name. green and he is an evil hand i really don't know <laughs> but <laughs> this was a fun time really great performances the star of the thing for me is robert patrick as mm-hmm. one of the alien possessed teachers at the school very Ouch. intense yeah <laughs> Just looking out into the the football field with all its sprinklers on and he's just standing there, arms akimbo, (laughs) stock still, staring at you, not moving. Yeah, yeah, he was phenomenal. I actually also really liked Elijah Wood in this. God, he's such a he's such a dork in this. Like like Like, oh my god. He's good at bringing the dork energy. There's there's a scene where he's r- 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 running away and just completely spills and wipes out like on on the like the slick high school floors. Um, there was something else. I don't remember it off the top of my head right now, but there was something else that he did or stored or said that was just like, oh, my God, you are a dork. What is going on? Mm. Um, but yeah, you have a dork. Just the way, the what way are you doing if you don't made up at, at the start? <laughs> God, man. Yeah. Good stuff. Good stuff with this. Um, but 
yeah also some like real creepy vibes from all the 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 teachers just the way they're staring at you and they 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 hold your your focus and your attention um that stuff is neat they they did have some interesting effects with the aliens um i i Uh did actually kind of like that stuff i think most of it ends up being cgi but it's while it's not the greatest it wasn't so bad that i was like it's 1998 what are you gonna do like (laughs) i don't but also there's no way you can be upset about a 1998 cgi it was what it was sit down and watch your movie and i think this looks pretty good for 1998 yeah that's what i'm trying to get get, 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 is like for a 1998 film i think you could expect a lot worse and yes we saw this and they're like, okay, that's actually not half bad for 1998. That looked pretty good. Um, so yeah, very enjoy- enjoy- enjoyable. This also felt like one you could easily like th- throw on at a party. There is some nudity yes. in, in this later on. So, uh, you know, not a family friendly uh, <laughs> Halloween party. But right. still, there's many um, more movies for that. Just put on yeah. Casper again. Yeah. Um, but yeah, felt like one that you could just put on at a party and would be interesting to watch and just have on in the back around because there's always something happening there, there's always something they're they're scared of or they're screaming at or they're running from um so good stuff with that good action mm-hmm. in this too indeed uh so for the plot of this movie kind of high-end uh stuff here there is this kind of invasive species, I would call it an alien, though I don't know if it truly is like we I are from outer space. I think it came from space. a meteorite. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. So it 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 has invaded rural Ohio uh, because they they liken this to like sneaking in the back door rather than Independence right. Daying. Uh, like yeah. let's blow yeah. up the White House Just, and take over the world. Yeah. <laughs> Just a very average suburban Ohio. Absolutely. Yeah. And uh, it seems to be this kind of small, uh, like amphibious creature. They they notice that it likes water. But yeah, it starts infecting the faculty at this high school. And uh, when it takes you over, uh, it it uh, it like raises your body temperature. So the, all the faculty is like in like importing all of these jugs of water that you see at like those <laughs> those big water there's yeah. just tons of them um but yeah they are trying to slowly but surely take over the world and elijah wood's character notices that something is up something's wrong with the faculty uh and we need to to figure it out and uh and fix this situation solve the, not the mystery it's not really a mystery but he, he he's he's just but like, they do need they figure out that they need to kill the queen and then that will kill these parasites that have infected all the other human beings they can yeah. save their fellow teachers and students if or they just kill they whoever the queen so. is yeah right that's that what, is the, that's what the they extrapolate meta that they get with this film is like this is very much 
it like the, the characters know the other popular kind of like horror slash alien sci-fi films out there, which is why they're like, yeah, but in Independence Day, they just blow up the White House. Why would you do that and get the world's at- attention when you can sneak in the back door in rural Ohio? When no one will notice. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, so, yeah, they they t- talk about stuff like that and just this idea of like they seem to be kind of acting in in concert with one another here. They're coordinated. Mm. So maybe there's one that's in charge. And if we kill the one that's in charge, if we mm. if we kill the queen, then hopefully that means they all die. Um, so, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's good. It's fun. It's real simple. Yeah. Um, it, 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 it was a blast all the way through, uh, do you have eh, eh, anything else that you wanted to I, add on to? I, I rarely do. We can go right, <laughs> right on the housekeeping and then dig into the meat of the thing. Sounds good. We will be right back. We're going to do some housekeeping and then spoilers will be after that. Here at The Whatnots, we make multiple different shows, and a lot of hard work goes into making them, so we would love it if you'd check them all out. If you enjoy our shows, patreon.com slash the whatnots is the best place to show your support. For just a dollar a month, you can get early access to episodes, and at our $3 tier, a Patreon-exclusive podcast, The Pilots Club. You can even get a shout-out and thank you on most of our shows at the $5 tier. And if you're one of our patrons already, Thank you so much. It means the world to us. You can find out more information on our website, thewhatnots.com, as well as your favorite podcasting platform of choice. When you type in The Whatnots, all of our shows will pop up right there. Just don't forget to give us a nice rating and review if you like the shows. You can also find us on YouTube and Twitch for video versions of the shows, trailer reactions, and live streams. And lastly, we have merch. If you want to grab yourself a shirt or a hoodie or a mug or something else, head over to the whatnots.com slash store to pick up some merch today. And we are back. A big shout out to our Patreon supporters. We love you a lot. Thank, Thank you. you. It means a ton. Um, over on the Pilots Club this month for Horror Month, we got to talk about the amazing screw on head which is maybe more of a comedy than it is horror, but it is in mm. Mike Mignola's art style. So think of Hellboy yeah. and uh, stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, based on a Mike Mignola one-shot. Yeah, absolutely. You guys can go get the graphic novel if you'd like to. Um, but yeah, that was a, a fun one to talk about. It did not make it to a full show. It was just a pilot episode, but it did eventually get released on DVD um so yeah it's it's out there i think we watched it on youtube so you guys can go check it out we had a lot of fun talking about that and then right here on the review show like i said it's been horror month uh as we typically do every october and last week we talked about the vampire movie a girl walks home alone at night uh and i i loved that one that one was awesome uh, some some real tense, moody vibes, some good atmosphere. Mm-hmm. Um, less gory than you would think, less scary than than you would think. But uh, yeah, just some some real good vibes, some real like. Mm-hmm. So I highly recommend that one. Go check it out. 
uh, over on the Captain's Log this past week. We got to catch up on some shows and movies and manga that we've been reading and watching. I mentioned a few thoughts on Ahsoka. Uh, as well as Pluto, a, a manga that I've been checking out. Melissa, you got to talk about Sorcerer, uh, which is right. <laughs> this is yeah. If you need a good comparison of Wages of Fear and Sorcerer, two different slow, sweaty men driving dangerous trucks movies, I, I provided that to you. This is the resource the Captain's Law gives to the community. Well, it's, it's relevant to us because we did cover the wages of fear here on the re- yeah. review show a few months ago. But so I pitched all sweaty movies and we ended up watching that. And then after seeing Sorcerer, <laughs> I think that's the sweatier of the of two the versions two? of this movie. Oh, wow. Right. Okay. There's even more sweat awaiting you. There you go. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we got to talk about that. We got to talk about the kind of Marvel TV news, the shakeup that's happening over there uh, and uh, some some funky stuff that the F1 camera guy is doing on Max Verstappen's uh, pit stops. So go 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 check that stuff out. <laughs> we have fun over on the captain's log. Uh, And then keep an eye out for our Reactor Core episodes on Loki Season 2. We are recording this podcast here on Sunday evening, uh, or Sunday morning, I should say. It's not evening. I'm all messed up. I'm jet lagged. Uh, Who who knows? Um, But we will be (laughs) recording our... Our, Jet lagged first... from going from the Eastern time zone to the Central time zone. <laughs> I'm an hour off. It's now the evening. <laughs> What's happening, Melissa? What year is it? Is it 1998? Um, no, uh, but we will be doing some spoiler casts on Loki season two, and we are recording our first one tomorrow. Uh, so be on the lookout for that. It should probably be out by time this goes live to everyone. So... Keep an eye out. Um, but yeah, I think that is about it for housekeeping. So let's get into spoilers for the faculty. All right, spoiler territory. I there, there's so many many places I think we could start with mm. this. I I am gonna start with this though. Let me ask you a question. What was the scene? that you least expected from this whole uh, movie. Because there's lots of just really great scene. Like, you you mm. already kind of alluded to, to, to the one of, of Coach just kind of standing there <laughs> menacingly in the middle of the field in broad Beautiful. daylight as all the sprinklers are on. <laughs> great stuff. Uh, but what was the, I love what was that the one the take of a shot expected? of... First off, there's shots like that in other horror movies where it's a lot more traditionally menacing like Laurie Strode looks out her classroom window and then like there's Michael Myers in the distance you see something like that and it follows this is menacing but also very silly (laughs) just a wet man (laughs) what is coach doing like what is he a weirdo (laughs) I think it's really fun yeah I guess the thing I least expected was when Jean Grey comes out and like sexily yells at Josh Hartnett. <laughs> right. <laughs> I we we already kind of like praised some of the acting, but I 
have to say, I don't feel like she can play the mousy t- teacher at all. I think she's terrible <laughs> at it. And then she gets taken over by one of the aliens and immediately is like powerful and sexy. And it's like, oh, yeah, that's that's your comfort zone here. Absolutely. Yeah, you're better at that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that was an awkward like heel t- turn almost on that. Like but none of the other faculty like... really did that. Yeah, because. When the alien takes over you, it kind of switches your personality. So coach is extremely tough. And then after the alien takes him over, when the football player boy goes to him like, coach, I know we got this big game coming up, but I don't want to play football anymore. I want to focus on my studies. Coach is like, I understand. That's really admirable. You want to focus on your studies. We'll get along without you. We'll miss you, though. (laughs) Good luck in school. Which coach he's, would never do before. He's understanding. That's how his like he's still he's still he's still tough, right? Like on his yes. players and on, on but he's he's understanding when they're like right, he's I, empathetic. I wanna focus on academics. <laughs> Just like good job, son. <laughs> right. And Josh Hartnett is a like super senior where he's like repeated a grade once or twice and he's sort of Hanging around school less as a slacker and more as, oh, I've got a side business like selling drugs and maybe all these other things to these high school students. I'm here for economics. Right. Yeah. <laughs> this is my community. I thrive here. I'm on top. And Fomka Johnson is really upset that he's not applying himself. He's so smart. He'd be doing something more. Stop dealing drugs to your fellow students. But she's just like real mousy and, and shy. And oh, I wish she wouldn't do that. And then the alien takes her over and she's like yelling at him like, you worm. <laughs> Why are you here? But but all, yeah, is also like pursuing her sexual desires too because there is the like he not only sells drugs but he sells other stuff out of his car and he happens to have like like, cherry flavored condoms and so when he suggests that to her like maybe you just need to get laid she's just like how rude right like i didn't (laughs) and then like walks away and then when she comes back she's like so you still have those condoms and he's just like uh what 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 are you talking about <laughs> so complete P- like dynamic he'll he'll turn yeah yeah and i'm like are <laughs> he's clearly he is an older student he's got to be 18 if not 19 i'm like are they getting together at the end of the movie what is right? the dynamic and yeah. they don't at the end of the movie when now he's playing on the football team you see her in the stands what not a game he's she's just watching practice she's the one person in the stands and it seems like she's there uh for pure reasons just like oh i was really hoping you would kind of get your life together now you've got something to focus on that isn't crime i'm proud of you i am on your side i'm here to cheer you on isn't yeah. feel flirty but i could see that there might be a version of the movie that would be that yeah, Glad or, it is or, or, or or like, hey, like once you actually graduate, then let's let's talk since you are a little bit o- older. Um, but yeah, that yeah, it was something that didn't happen in in this at all. Um, but yeah, just the, the way the teachers. They, they so they don't really do the like 
the Kubrick stare where it's like they had their head down, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, but they just have these like menacing looks, these smiles, these real just like mm. they they almost like don't blink when they look at you, right? Like that's the kind of like something's just off. It's unsettling here, and yeah, my my most unexpected scene also happened around that same teacher uh when when she when she gets turned into like when 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 they shoot her and they like put her through the window of the car to like try and kill her Mm. and it's just her head on the like tentacle thing yes great great stuff i was not expecting that at all (laughs) that's full mars attacks i love that yeah i love the head on little tentacles yeah like Groot does it guardians three you almost don't like you don't expect a scene like that because these like you you expect like okay once they've taken over someone maybe they're so entrenched in their body that when uh like that like a a person's head gets severed off like it's it also kills the thing inside it or i don't know like if if oxygen hits it when it's an adult like it doesn't like that like you'd expect there to be something Mm. like that or uh yeah just to have like a shorter lifespan or something but no it's like no i've matured and now you chopped off the head and now there's tentacles inside the human right um and then we get to see the full version of that later on when we find out who the queen is uh, and we get to see mm. the whole the big old tentacle monster after after that, um, which was kind of wild to, to, to see. <laughs> it's 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 not it's not Cthulhu like it is this no. like sea creature like. Yeah, right. Um, I'm not even sure what you would describe it as more. It, it's It's not octopus. Like no. it's not like it's, that. It's but yeah, tentacles. just this this tentacle monster multiple rows of tentacles i don't know um oh you google look it up <laughs> yeah, look up tentacles on your own t- time whatever you <laughs> want to do with that just right <laughs> so yeah that, that was my talk like, most about, unexpected scene <laughs> i want to talk about our different uh types of teens we've got elijah okay. wood is pretty standard dork he's very peter parker if he never got bit by a spider he is the cameraman he's the photographer you see me putting my hands up in front of my eyes like i'm clicking a shutter so you understand he's a photographer you're clicking your both of your hands not like a a a shutter which would just be that one finger to hit the button but like like a crab it's like my eyes are eating a burger (laughs) (laughs) he's a photographer He's the sweet little nerdy boy. He gets beat up by other kids. Standard. And you have Josh Hartnett, who is a little bit of a turn on the guy who's been there too long because he's not like a slacker or a perv. He's like a a, a drug dealer. He's a uh, an entrepreneur. Yes. Yeah. Ma- make He makes his own drugs in addition to dealing them. That is a Josh Hartnett exclusive these drugs he makes yeah. and it's like and a powder that you smart. snort like he's he he's very smart fail because Falka he Johnson's like right 
doesn't understand the like he he can answer this stuff and when they're trying to figure out even the a, alien he's the one that when the big science teacher says like it's some big science word and they're like what does that mean mm-hmm. he's like it means that this like he he knows exactly what it is just understands it um so yeah it's not that he's like failing his classes because he just can't understand it or can't mm-hmm. do it he he's doesn't just like, care and he's well, like, like if said, i stay here, here for business look at all this money i can make from these underclassmen yeah um so he's a bit of a twist you've got i forget everybody's name i watched this movie like literally sunday night after we decided it was the next movie so a name if i watch a movie too early the names will leach out of my head but jock boy he's like the high school quarterback he's the star of the school but he's like, everybody gives me these things because I'm the star quarterback. Mm-hmm. I get A's on my test just because they run a reward, the star quarterback who's bringing the school all this glory. He's like, I yeah. didn't earn that. I want His to earn things on my own stand. I want to earn things on my own merit. I want to quit football and apply myself academically so that then I know I can get into college based on my own academic performance and not just what i can do on the football field yeah which is again we've got a couple basic types and then these weird twists i was fascinated with jordana brewster Mm -hmm. it was very fun to watch in this movie after we spent so much time watching all the fast and furious movies where she's she's always around she's always doing something but mia toretto hyphen uh o'connor is it's a fairly mild character (laughs) Yeah. And then she's giving a pretty like fun, snippy performance in this movie where she's the head cheerleader. She's got the classic self-aware archetypical relationship with the quarterback. And then you find out she's also the editor of the school paper. And they thought, mm-hmm. oh, this is one of those you know, kids who does everything. After we find out she's the editor of the school paper, then we're going to find she's like head of the debate team or something. You know, she's a lead in a school play. No, it's just those two things. I'm like, that's an interesting pair of uh, fields for you to go into. They both sort of have their power. The the figurehead of the lead cheerleader and the more literal. I make or break reputations power of the newspaper editor. Mm-hmm. That's an interesting combo. Yeah, we've got. Clea Duvall, who is uh, <laughs> this so, goth like, girl with like the stickiest looking hair I've ever seen. It's like I poured an entire thing of gel into my hair. Uh, yeah. If you touched it, you're, you're, it's either extremely hard, crunchy or spiky. extremely sticky, but yeah. it's not a natural texture. Uh, and she's this outcast and they say that she's a lesbian and then you find out she isn't. But she was lying about it or maybe just letting people believe that to sort of further purposefully ostracize herself because she's like, I don't want to deal with any of you. And then you find out she's always had a crush on Stan. And you imagine she's like, oh, Stan is with uh, Delilah. That's Jordana Brewster. I'm never going to have a chance at him. Why not let people believe I'm a lesbian? That'll explain right, why yeah. I'm never with any guys because the only guy I want, I can't have. And maybe the school is small enough that I will never encounter a literal lesbian anywhere. That was odd. Yeah. And, and then it's, I, it's, 
it's interesting though because yeah like they at the end of the movie they also subvert the trope of the like and the guy gets the girl they have that but it's not the mm. like and the pretty girl meets up with the quarterback and they restart their relationship it's mm. the dork it's elijah wood is now with yes. jordana barrister and uh clea duvall's character stokely is is now with the quarterback even though she was yeah the, like goth butch everyone thinks she's a lesbian but now she's not um stuff like that mm, you, she has nice clean hair at the end of the movie yeah. that was a relief yeah. <laughs> yeah so you have these two flip-flopped couples and that's another thing when like josh hartnett looks at famka johnson watching him from the bleachers and like is that also a couple what is this right yeah um Something else that I wanted to point out that I thought was interesting. There's the there's this recurring couple that happens. You, you see them twice <laughs> yeah! the, the, at the guys. start of the movie where uh, the girl is so mad at her boyfriend, just screaming, fuck you, blah, 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 and like smacking mm-hmm. him and hitting him. And he's just like, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to. Like, blah, blah, blah. Um, right. We have no then, idea what is he did. <laughs> They're just constant. Yeah, no she idea. Is like, that's just something like, that's happening. him with a trapper keeper. And then at the like later on in the movie, you see them again and he has obviously been taken over by one of these aliens where she is still just like, fuck you. I can't believe you did this. And he's just sitting there straight faced, just taking it like like a statue. And and she's just like, why aren't you reacting like blah, blah, the girl the who is credited as the mm-hmm. fu girl is summer phoenix the youngest phoenix sibling to like joaquin phoenix and yeah yeah that whole the late river yes i just thought that was interesting that fun that's the younger sister of some actors that you probably know right now, if you want to watch an alien horror movie featuring a phoenix, Signs isn't your only option. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> good stuff. Good stuff. Um, but yeah, like we, we, we have a good group of kids here. And I, I like that they are they, they both fit the role of their stereotype, but then are mm. also actively trying to subvert it. Um, yes. Which, which I, I think makes the movie that much more interesting. Right. If mm-hmm. if this was just your stereotypical uh, stuff, it would it would be an okay film. It'd be fun, but it you know it I think it'd be that much more forgettable if 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 it was just like okay, this was pretty cut and dry. Like I I knew what this was going in, and it stayed in the same place going out. But I I, I think yeah, that's what makes it so interesting is like you think it's one thing, and then you're like oh, but now they're doing this thing or they're 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 commenting on this kind of Mm -hmm. trope or this relationship and that's not how it always goes in every high school or Mm -hmm. something like that um so yeah makes it Uh, fun makes it fun to watch two of the other teens first off i was expecting a lot more usher than we ended up getting i was too (laughs) yeah we're very light on usher here (laughs) uh and then the new girl 
the very cutesy, soft, sweet Southern girl. She is brand new at the school. So she sits down at Stokely's table. Not knowing who Stokely is, just seeing another singular person. And she's like, oh, I don't have any friends here yet either. It seems like you don't. We'll be each other's friends. And Stokely resists her. And I like that we have several scenes between those two. It's ultimately Mm -hmm. revealed that the new girl, of course, is the alien queen. Doesn't that make sense the whole time? But I before we get that reveal, I like the angle of, no, I sincerely do want to be your friend. I see that you are resisting me, but I, I, I like you. I like you. I find you're interesting. I want you to have a friend. I think this purposeful ostracization is bad for you. Let's be friends. Like, is that the is that the relationship we're going to get? Because I think you see her like look at one of the guys when she first gets there, but then all of her scenes are with Stokely. I'm like, this is one of the key romances of the movie is these two girls. No, (laughs) one's an alien and one kisses a football player. (laughs) Um, I guess technically they both end up kissing a football player when Josh Hartnett's character ends up playing football that next year. Because, yeah, she she does end up making out with Josh Hartnett's character. But, yeah, that also then begs the question of if everyone else has had a personality change, what was her personality beforehand? Like, would she have? Or maybe if she's the queen, maybe she is immune to this maybe she's like i am always purposefully myself i don't i maybe this was in the movie and i've forgotten since then maybe she's like i have taken a human form but like i invented this whole story i'm really alien queen whereas my little worms took over everybody else at the school and they're still pretending to be selma hayek or whatever i I like selma hayek i I love that she's the school nurse who is always sick who has always caught something that somebody has And they're like, why don't you take a sick day? And she's like, I want to save my sick days for the days I feel good. (laughs) Just uh, to be honest, I've heard that before. Yeah, Yeah, (laughs) understandable. Um, Yeah, like to to actually speak then about the faculty, um, it it almost feels like Clue, the the, the board game Clue, right? You, You have these kind of larger than life characters you have the stereotypical like here's the like mousy english teacher here's the like hardline mm. coach here's the principal that no one really likes or understands and mm. all the teachers are like trying to get attention from them and right. see if they can get the we need more money for the theater department right. like all you know, let us you know. have an actual air conditioning right yeah um like they 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 also have their own stereotypes and things going on with that, but w- yeah, with with uh, I w- the school nurse b- 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 being sick, it it just feels like she's a character from Clue. Like it, it's right. kind of a, a caricature. I don't know. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I I want to point out a really great subtle joke from the beginning of the movie when you start with the invasion of the faculty and it's those teachers talking to the principal trying to get different funding for their their class Mm -hmm. or their club or whatever and the theater teacher wants money so that the kids can do guys and dolls in the spring 
and the principal's like, oh, it's expensive. I, yeah, you can do it, but they just have to reuse the sets from the last play, which was Our Town. Our Town does not have a set. That is an extremely minimal play where it's like we've just brought out chairs, we've brought out a table, we've brought out ladders. There is no set. <laughs> See, that's something that I, w- like, I wouldn't get. As, as, I, as I don't exactly. know theater. I'm not like a musical theater I, nerd or I, anything like that. I love what a niche joke that is for yeah. the genre of theater kid. And I wonder if there's like other archetypical high school click jokes like, oh, there's a football joke in here that I wouldn't have gotten. Yeah, <laughs> there's a newspaper kid joke in there that went over my head. Like I, I, it, I didn't catch any kind of football joke or anything like that. Um, but I, but um, didn't catch it. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway, uh, but um, yeah, yeah. I, I wouldn't be su- surprised if there was stuff in there if I had like paid extra attention to that stuff. Mm. Um. Because it it does a good job of like not slowing down to let you be like, wait, was there something there that I was supposed to get right of, of mm-hmm. them being like, but you should use the sets from the other play, right? Right. And, and then nope. it's like, I that no, it's just like no, use the sets from the old play, and then they just can continue on, and you like yes. you wouldn't yes yeah like you wouldn't get that unless you know. Um, so yeah, it's it's chock full of stuff i'm sure like even at the end when they finally defeat the aliens and uh elijah wood's character is now like the town hero he's in all these newspapers Mm -hmm. and stuff like that there had to have been something in one of those newspapers uh somehow of like some like funny headline or something i don't know but Mm. it was good it was good um yeah, what's it? So did we we've talked a little bit about the faculty and the students. Let's talk more about the aliens and this like final like end scene when the action like all breaks out. Um, mm-hmm. What did you think of first the, off? Or, 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 g- 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 go ahead. I love that H.G. Wells with War of the Worlds, where the common cold takes down the aliens, have set up this pattern where every alien has got one weakness and the game is you got to find what that one weakness is. Yep. And here, uh, the aliens, they like, they run hot. They're always thirsty. You see Robert Patrick drinking <laughs> water cooler cone after water cooler cone of little waters. It's yeah. Very funny. It just doesn't get, does not get a larger cup. Just cone after cone. <laughs> It's so inefficient. Just, just stands out in the sprinklers, right? <laughs> I'll absorb it through my skin. Uh, so then they find out that this drug that Josh Hartnett has been manufacturing, which I like that it's a powder that he stores like in a ballpoint pen where the yeah. ink would go. And you like pop the top off the pen and then you snort it like a pixie stick for your nose. Uh, they like one of the ingredients in that is like. It's like a diuretic. It dries you out. It dehydrates you. So they're like, oh, this on Moss will will take care of these aliens. But you think of like the aliens and signs who can't handle the water, the aliens and Mars attacks who can't handle country music, the aliens and evolution. The alien stuff gave me a lot of evolution vibes. 
where they can't handle selenium, which is like an ingredient in dandruff shampoo. So they fill a fire truck full of Selsun blue and like <laughs> spray that on the aliens. <laughs> shower scene at the end of the movie, right? <laughs> right? Sexy alien everyone's shower covered, scene. Everyone's covered in suds at the end of that movie, I think. <laughs> Maybe it's aliens. Maybe it's Maybelline, you know? <laughs> right. Um, yeah, that was inter- interesting. I like that they they try to lesson like it's still them using drugs that much is very obvious Mm -hmm. but they try to lessen like what kind of drug it is by saying it's mainly caffeine right yeah (laughs) um which 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 is, is is then yeah what their their weakness is but it still gets everyone so kind of trippy like there it is this uh like they're 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 laughing at everything they're doing all of that stuff and then they play this like not russian roulette but they like okay everyone take this because have you seen the thing i have not you should a lot of movies pull from the thing uh this is exclusively that in the thing when they realize a thing is around and it's infecting you it can like take over your body it sort of travels from body to body there's like one thing that they're following it's not like it's i guess it's, it can spawn it's not like through everybody of, of, of them but it's one main thing that right, pops, it, can, right? It, it, it can it can multiply right and so at any t- and it can take your form it can shape shift it can you know infiltrate your body but still act pretty accurately like you and they realize that the thing is a network. It's a connected hive. Uh, so if you hurt one part of the thing, it hurts all parts of the thing. So they take a blood sample from everybody. And then they're going to like light the blood sample on fire. And then that will light the person whose blood it was on fire because they're the thing. And like they still feel that blood sample, you know, yeah. even if it's been yeah. removed from them. There's a very tense scene where they all go around and they all put like blood in the petri dishes and it's very tense. Like, are you against this experiment because you think it's dumb or are you the thing? Like the paranoia and the tension of the the testing scene is what this scene is pulling from. I gotcha. But the, but what they have to do is like snort this powder that's going to make him real giggly. Yeah. <laughs> Which that when when Elijah Woods character takes it, it just immediately laughing at everything, but then like high fiving the other guys, like mm. yeah, she is a bitch, isn't she? High <laughs> five! <laughs> like it, he just completely is one of the bros after after mm. that. And I just thought that was hilarious. <laughs> um, <laughs> He's the only character who you really follow home. You meet Elijah Wood's mm, yeah. parents in one section of the movie uh, when him and, and Delilah are like, we saw an alien do this. And everyone's like, no, you didn't. They, a dead body didn't fall out of the closet. That's the dummy we use to practice CPR. So his parents come and get him and take him home. And they're like, you're acting weird. We're going to turn off your Internet and we're going to take your porno magazines. And like one of the magazines his dad pulls from under his mattress is just called Boob. Boob singular boob magazine. Hell yeah. Not boobs. Uh, one. <laughs> yeah. 
You have to pay extra to get the booze. <laughs> you can get one. You can't get both. Only one. Um, yeah, but they 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 do this scene and eventually we flash back to the same scene when it's mm. revealed that. Yes. Yeah. What, what was her her name? The little southern uh, girl, uh, Mary she Beth like, Louise said- Hutchinson. She, she says it several times. Yeah. Name. Yeah. Um, she 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 it's revealed that even though it looks like she took it, she didn't that when she sticks it up to her nose, she has these like nostril oh, eyelid yeah. things that like close her nose. Mm-hmm. And then with her pinky, she like snapped off the bottoms what actually like fell out onto her lap and no mm-hmm. one noticed. Um <laughs> the whole thing was kind of ridiculous i liked this dumb idea of she has these like nostril flaps that can like come (laughs) down and block her nose and no one will ever know (laughs) i also like that it reminds you of more traditional teen fare where it's like peer pressure and i have to take a drink or take a drug or whatever but i don't Mm -hmm. really want to i just want it to look like i am so i'm like pretending to chug a beer but i'm like throwing it (laughs) over my shoulder into the bushes (laughs) great stuff yeah Um, they're even in like his they're in like josh hartnett's garage his parents are never home he's got those absentee rich world traveling parents who don't notice he has a drug lab (laughs) in the garage but it's also got like the plaid teen hangout couch Mm-hmm. it's always plaid it's always in a basement or a garage or a backyard it's never yep. in a real room of the house <laughs> absolutely <laughs> um yeah so they like it it is r- revealed that like well maybe because you don't want to take it you're the alien all that stuff and yeah mm-hmm. we find out that it is mary beth um and that they like they were kind of right all along with what they were suspicious about her of like you showed up at the same time yeah. this infestation started uh maybe you're the queen here and uh yeah i i don't know how i feel about that review cuz i i thought the whole, the the whole time you're led to believe that coach coach is the queen or maybe the principal or uh mm. like someone higher like it, it is one of the faculty and that team, is, right and As, that's their thinking yeah yeah um i i personally thought it was the coach they immediately went to it's the principal because she's the head of the school and i was like i don't know about that like we did see like, that one like this like this queen alien would come to this specific locale and be like what is my equivalent in the hierarchy right. Ah, yeah. this high school principal. I'll be her. <laughs> exactly. Um, but the movie starts with the first one that we truly see being infected is Coach. And so that's why I was mm. like, well, if he's mm. the first one, that's right. M- like, not necessarily. He's, he's the got queen, the most but, big bad energy. Right. Yeah. He's he's the he has the most experience. He's been here the longest. Like he would at least like potentially be in a position of power. Right. Um, so yeah, that was my thinking the whole t- t- time. So I was not expecting her to be the queen, the alien. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but then she she plays she has this great scene in the locker uh room i forget how she gets her clothes off that was a weird thing she does this whole scene naked Um, she jumps in a pool there's something with the pool i don't know but uh yeah, she or, or yeah, I I think she she changes into her alien form while she's in the pool, which then like of mm. of course like rips off all of her clothes, and then when she comes out, she's completely naked. Um, but she does just just this great scene where yeah, like they are hiding from her, like cr- creeping around the lockers, and she's just like slowly walking down the middle of the locker room, mm. trying to find th- th- them and stuff. It's a fantastic scene. Um, it, but yeah, the weird thing to me was just like, why is she naked? That it, it's almost kind <laughs> of dist- distracting, and I like I'm now not focusing on what she's saying. I'm more like, hey, yeah. boobs, Elijah Wood, you want the full thing? It's right here. <laughs> He's like, only one, please. <laughs> yeah. I can only handle He's one. They're like, I'll get no, to see a second. No, uh, uh, <laughs> I'll get to see a second boob when I turn twenty-one. <laughs> it. Uh, this movie does keep brushing up against a movie that is more salacious than what this is, where yes, we would yeah. have seen more nudity and more sex and Josh Hartnett would get with the English teacher. Yeah, that, that was that was also one thing I thought about, too, if like, yeah, there, I was kind of expecting some kind of teen sex scene. Right. And and no, we didn't nothing there. Thinking about the movies of this era, your scream, I know what you did last summer, Final Destination, those aren't very sexy movies. I mean, you'll get a little bit of the like boob jiggle while running, but there isn't yeah, or like a scantily clad. Yeah. Right. You'll get a mini yeah. skirt, you know, you'll yeah. get a tube top, but I don't, nobody's really having sex even like light pg-13 sex type activities on screen yeah the closest thing we get to a makeout scene is the like one or two kisses that they have in the in the like Mm. in in the science storeroom which can get immediately Mm. interrupted um but then yeah like this is the closest thing there's the joke about the condoms they're like yeah like Mm. you said it's just it's getting right up there and then just not doing it in, yeah. in the in in the same way that we've been talking about, like, like it has the stereotypes and like that stuff is in there. Right. You get the porno mm. maps, the condoms, mm. the the sexy teacher, like all all of that stuff. You see this one woman completely naked like that's it's the, the stuff is in there, but it's also subverting the trope of but it's not mm. actually happening. Yeah, maybe because this movie did have the drug presence even if the drugs like he says are mostly caffeine they seem pretty harmless right a teen manufacturing and selling drugs is that's a little edgy maybe they're like we if we have that then we can't also be very sexy that's too much i'm too sexy for my drugs too sexy Um, yeah, it's yeah, it's an it's an interesting one. It's a it, this, this was fun all around. All kinds of different action mm-hmm. scenes there. Um, some not really gunfire, but you get some explosions when uh, nice explosions when the car stuff. The the I, I, I the one thing that I thought was pretty tense was when um, 
the the monster ju- ju- jumps into the pool as they are running around the po- the pool and you just get to see how fast the monster is yeah and, and that i'm like oh there's no way <laughs> like you you guys are getting around a- there it's so much faster a pool is always scary thanks to that one episode of are you afraid of the dark that Which one was, episode i th- just the fear of something in the water Jaws is an ocean. I am talking about an indoor pool. What Jaws did for the ocean, that one episode of Are You Afraid of the Dark did for the indoor pool. And I think that affected an entire generation. I'm not a scaredy cat, but I still have like a deep 90s kid reaction to indoor pool (laughs) where I'm like, this is a bad place. You got to get out of (laughs) here. Oh, man. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know if I have much else to say or talk about. It's just mm-hmm. it, it's just a, a, a very enjoyable film. There's never like a dull, slow moment. Um, there's mm. always something interesting happening or someone is saying yeah. something that is is I, interesting or fascinating. Um, Robert Rodriguez makes kinetic movies. Yeah. Absolutely. Always fun. Absolutely. There you go. Good stuff. Um, okay. I don't know if we have much of a bingo update. Do you have a- we anything do not. On, I just on looked. your end? Yeah, I don't I don't think I have anything on mine. Oh, whoops, I actually opened up the wrong There's splashes, thing. but when we wrote down big puddle splash, we meant like character yeah. is down on their luck and then like car drives past and splashes big puddle on them while they're out on the street. Like what happens to Jim Carrey in the mask? I think that's what we're talking about. Yeah. Um, okay, cool. No, no update for bingo this week. It is always tough at t- towards the I mean, it's been t- 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 tough for our sheets for a while. Been dry. Since, yeah, mm-hmm. we've been pretty dry on on these ones here. But uh recommendations, Melissa, what would you recommend for, for people who enjoyed this um uh i've already mentioned a lot of it uh for this sort of late 90s period of fun teen horror scream i love most of all my roommate got me a sassy ghost face pillow you can see on my, Mm -hmm. my bed back there for my birthday the screams are very fun much more meta much more self aware they are about being in a horror movie uh, they're not like Deadpool meta, but like right. when somebody starts killing all the team, somebody starts murdering people in the area. The kid who works at Blockbuster is like, all right, looks like we're in a slasher movie now. So we got to play by slasher movie rules. This is what you do. And then in the second movie where there's kills again, he's like, now we're playing by slasher movie sequel rules. <laughs> and every subsequent movie is like, we must be in this type of story. This is what this is how that type of narrative goes. Uh, so each movie, each of the six movies in the Scream series so far get to feel very specific in that way. I think it's a very consistent series, but also each movie has its own thing to say that mm-hmm. none of the other movies could. They're all about its role in the franchise. Gotcha. I really love Screams. I know what you did last summer. Uh, I've only seen the first one of those, but that's also fun. 
And Final Destination, I watched that the first of those last year. Uh, just preposterous. Just, just watching the Rube Goldberg machinations of how all of these people get killed where like a, a wire sparks and a thing falls over <laughs> like a yep. ch- chicken lays an egg and then the cage drops on the mouse it's all that stuff it's both very tense uh but also very silly i li- i like the the two feelings that a final destination holds for alien stuff, I already mentioned Mars Attacks and Evolution. I got a lot of Evolution vibes off of this movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, on a more serious note, I mentioned I told you recently on an episode of The Captain's Log that I watched this alien abduction movie from earlier in the 90s called Fire in the Sky. Uh, that also stars Robert Patrick. That one is much more serious. It's pretty much a a small town drama where okay. the small group of guys working like a logging job go out into the woods. They work for the day on the drive home. They see a, a mysterious light, a fire in the sky. If you will, one of the guys gets abducted when the other guys go back to like, try and find him. And they're like, our friend is missing. We say that this happened. Everybody's like, there's no way that happened. You must be lying. You murdered him. Maybe he died by accident and you're covering it up, but we definitely don't trust you. So it's more about the remaining non-abducted guys trying to survive the, just trying to find their friend and get the rest of the town off their back and trying to do anything they can to not seem like the culprits. Mm Mm-hmm. But then finally, spoiler, the guy does come back and then you have this final set piece where he remembers everything he saw in the spaceship. And that's stunning. That's why people are talking about fire in the sky like 30 years later. Uh, but Robert Patrick's very good in that if you want to see him in a more dramatic role and not him uh, standing out in a pile of sprinklers. Cool. Uh, I also want to recommend another Robert Rodriguez movie. Have you ever seen From Dusk Till Dawn? I don't think so. This is fascinating. This is definitely a movie that has like a turn halfway through. Where at the beginning of the movie, you have no idea what it's going to be an hour from now. Uh, This is directed by Robert Rodriguez. It's written by Quentin Tarantino. Uh, The little Google sidebar description says... On the run from a bank robbery that left several police officers dead, Seth Gecko and his paranoid loose cannon brother Richard hightail it to the Mexican border. Kidnapping preacher Jacob Fuller and his kids, the criminals sneak across the border in the family's RV and hole up in a topless bar. Unfortunately, the bar also happens to be the home base for a gang of vampires, and the brothers and their hostages have to fight their way out. So, for the first part of this movie, Exactly. <laughs> if that's the subsection of vampires or of titties you want from dusk till dawn, it's the movie you watch. For the first <laughs> part of the movie, it's like this is a crime movie. This is a road trip gone wrong. This is like an a kidnapping story. Yeah. And then they go to this bar and everybody's like, you don't want to be in this town after sundown. And they're there too long. And then suddenly it is a vampire movie. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, I I recommend it. It turns out to be very fun. Also, a great use of a Selma Hayek in there as well. Nice. Good stuff. 
Um, so I, I the, the stuff that this was reminding me of was often the like sillier things uh, that we yeah. some of the things that we've watched uh, a couple of years ago. We watched this Indian show, right? It, it, it was a show typewriter yes. is the name. Yeah. Of it. Uh, yeah, it, it was a like six episode show from somewhere in India. Um and it is about this like haunted typewriter and it possessing different people and stuff like that. Uh, but it has some like Scooby Doo hijinks in there. There's like mm-hmm. a group of kids with a dog, and it it had a good mix of like genuinely scary stuff and at, like also like this is kind of ridiculous Scooby Doo moments, like mm. you know all that stuff. Um, so I I like that's kind of what I connected to here in the faculty too of 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 like some of this stuff is just ridiculous like it's it's kind of dumb. <laughs> I I would recommend the live action Scooby Doo movies. <laughs> yes, yeah, <laughs> that, yeah, that fits right in with all of this late nineties teen horror. It's got a lot um, of those folks in there. Absolutely. So we we got to talk about uh, typewriter on episode one hundred and twenty nine of the review show. Uh, and then um, speaking of Scooby-Doo, uh, Scooby-Doo Mystery Incorporated, one that we often recommend here on the show. We did that a long time ago in episode 25. We got to talk about season one. And yeah, that show did a great job of like exploring the town and the town having a history and a larger mystery to it. So it was not just a like we solved the the why the theme park is haunted in a single episode. Mm-hmm. Right. There is a yep. bigger, larger mystery that's happening there. Um, but, yeah, it just has that like goofy teen hijinks uh, in there, too. That one, obviously, the Scooby-Doo being a lot more kid friendly. Um, but, uh, yeah, um, some some good stuff with that. Uh, I'm even trying to think of of like different comics I've I've read. I I would say something is killing the children uh, would be an mm. interesting recommendation. Um, it's not so much like a, the invasion of the body snatchers type of thing there, but uh, it ha- has to do with like secret societies and monsters. But there is. It kind of within the secret societies, there are there is like drama between the different factions in all of that stuff. So I wouldn't necessarily say teen drama, but uh, mm-hmm. the, the, yeah, just this idea of like a small town being affected by this thing that is like slowly invading or hunting. Um, go, go, go check out something is killing the children. Um but yeah, you already mentioned Scream um, from Boy God, I know that would be a good match. I mentioned Invasion of the Body Snatchers, which is what they kind of yeah. compared their situation yes. to. Um, so any kind of movies like that where it's like someone is not who they say they are. One of us is an alien or one of us has been taken over by right. That that kind of stuff would definitely well. the thing. Yeah. I think you should definitely watch the thing. That's pretty. That's one of the big pillars. There's also early on in the X-Files run, like episode nine of X-Files is an episode called Ice. 
that is very much a thing homage where there is an alien parasite that is loose in an Antarctic research base. Mm-hmm. I saw that before I ever saw the thing. Mm-hmm. I saw the thing. I'm like, this is that episode of X-Files. <laughs> but in that episode of X-Files, they also like have a little worm in a tank and they watch it wiggle around. And that scene in this movie reminded me very much of that one X-Files. Oh, yeah. Indeed. Indeed. Good stuff. I, I think those are some some great recommendations yeah, there. Big variety of directions you can go in. Absolutely. Melissa, it is your turn to do some pitches. Yes. All right. So we've already done two movies this October month. We've done a comic. We know we're going to close out the month with a comic, reading several more volumes of Hellboy, as we have mm-hmm. been doing every month. So to break up the formatting a little bit, I've got two TV series and one audio fiction podcast. Cool. Pitch number one. You mention it all the time. It's a frequent Kyle recommendation, and I still haven't seen it. This is Mindhunter. This is on Netflix. It is 10 episodes long, and I was delighted to find that the 10 episodes weren't like full hours. Not to say, oh boy, there's less of the show. But that is frequently something that'll hold me back from pitching a show is when it's like that would dominate my entire week. I don't know if I have time for that. Right. To watch it an entire week. But this had some that are longer, some that are more like the 30 minute mark. Like it seems a manageable length mind hunter. Mm -hmm. So that in particular, I am excited about. Catching a criminal often requires the authorities to get inside the villain's mind to figure out how he thinks. That's the job of FBI agents Holden Ford and Bill Tench. They attempt to understand and catch serial killers by studying their damaged psyches. Along the way, the agents pioneer the development of modern serial killer profiling. I particularly want to watch the show because it is executive produced and I think directed in whole or in part by David Fincher. David Fincher is the current director's filmography that my beloved film podcast Blank Check is covering right now. So I've been in I've been watching a lot of Finchers. I'm going to watch more. I figured I might as well complete the set and throw Mindhunter in there. This is not one to skip out on. Yeah. Okay. Pitch number two. This is a TV show I love. I haven't seen it in a while. I keep meaning to throw it into a set of pitches here on the review show. Maybe I have before once in the past, but this week I pitch you Garth Marenghi's Dark Place. This is a six episode show you can find on Pluto and Peacock. This is a very, very silly British show. This show within a show is a parody of 80s horror television and part soap opera. Garth Marenghi is a fictional horror author making a TV show with his manager, Dean. Set at Dark Place Hospital, Garth plays Dr. Daglas, who always carries a gun and tries to solve supernatural mysteries. So the show is like, what if Stephen King made a show starring himself as this heartthrob soap opera doctor who also like had to fight demonic possessions and monsters and aliens and things right it's so preposterous i have laughed so hard at this show uh this is really going to appeal to your love of velocipaster that's (laughs) the kind of vibe we're working with here with garth Marenghi's dark place good to know okay 
Uh, and pitch number three, the audio fiction podcast. Uh, this I know I have pitched several times before. This is the anthology Twilight Zony type series, Uncanny County. Yeah. Uncanny County describes itself as mystical truck drivers, robots gone haywire, killer clown demons, and pie. So much pie. This quirky, darkly comic, southwestern-flavored anthology brings you a new paranormal audio play every month. When it was running, I don't think it's been updated in like three years. Sit back, open your ears, and hold on tight, because you're about to take a trip, a quick detour through Uncanny County. Uh, like I said, this is sort of Twilight Zone-y, standalone yeah. stories. not Kind of spooky, but not scary. Kind of darkly comedic, like it says. Uh, season one is 12 episodes. Uh, the longest of those is only like 35 minutes long. Cool. So uh, definitely manageable. Can listen to that during our work weeks. So yeah. we have Mindhunter, if you want it serious. Garth Marenghi, if you want it silly. And Uncanny County, if you want it. Kind of in the middle. Stuff. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, I have always heard some great things about Uncanny County uh, back when like audio dramas kind of got their mm -hmm. first big resurgence that this was one of the ones out, out there that was like, you need to listen to this one. Um, I've never heard of the, this Garth Marenghi's thing. That sounds fascinating. But I think I, I think you you have to go for Mind Hunter. Okay, um, I I was planning on watching it anyway. It, it it it's it's fascinating because I would actually describe it more as a crime show than a horror show. But I yeah, but I figured it's it was gnarly enough that we could throw it into the Halloween month. Yes, absolutely. There is. I mean, it's 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 a show about serial killers, right? And right, this, that is a horror trope of just like let's watch a serial killer movie right right i figured we've done like vampires and zombies and right? aliens and demons i'm like let's do plain old non-supernatural non-paranormal human scary stuff yeah um so yeah th this is much more a crime show but david fincher as a director is just incredible at like setting mm. the, the tone and the atmosphere and just making it creepy and unsettling. And it, I, yeah, it this is, you I have haven't to, and, seen this, but I love Zodiac. Yeah. I, I also have to say it is wild that a show looks this Ooh. good. In, like in 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 the same way that you would expect his movies to be like moody and cinematic and mm. stuff like th this this has a vibe and it looks great nice so and since we also watched the first season of true detective uh not too long oh, yes. ago i think this would also be a good one to punch right we've so you know, follow up from True Detective, from Hannibal, from Fringe, even. Yep. Mm -hmm. You frequently mentioned Anna Torb's performance in Mindhunter when we were talking about Fringe. Yep, absolutely. So we should watch this Mindhunter season one. There's actually two seasons of Mindhunter did not get renewed for a third, which is just a tragedy. That, um, that's the true crime. Right. Yeah, that is a true crime indeed. 
Um, season two is also very, very good. That one focuses more on the Atlanta murders um, ah! that happened, I guess. I don't remember, like 80s. Well, where's season 80s, one? Is it a specific place? I think I think it's like late seventies, early eighties. Um, that well, it's, F- it's FBI, so it's uh, they're. Pr- I, I think <laughs> I said place. I think, I, yeah, I I think uh, I think they're in what's the well, God fuck I should no no Quantico. What's the place in, yeah, I think they're in Quantico, Virginia. Mostly. Your Just neighbors. I, sh- I should know what I've driven past there I- a lot, so. This is me being an X-Files kid is that I have absorbed the name of many uh, D.C. area surrounding towns in Virginia and Maryland. The Mulder and Scully were always going out there. Yep. Yep. Uh, to, to see Hannibal go to Wolf Trap and I've been like, hey, I've been there. <laughs> right. Um, so cool good stuff yeah we will do that for next week i'm excited to talk about that because it is such a good show it is a favorite of mine um so yeah good stuff good stuff with that Mm -hmm. melissa where can the people find you on the internet just recently set it up haven't done much with it yet but you can find me on letterboxd at wilkywit w-i-l-k-y-w-i-t Fun fact, I actually saw this morning that today is their 12th year anniversary of them wow, launching Letterboxd. Yeah, indeed, indeed. Um, yeah, if you guys want to stay up to date with me, I am at Yo Kyle Springer on most of the social media places. Uh, if you'd like to stay up to date with all of the stuff that we do here at The Whatnots, we are at The Whatnots on most of the social media places. And then we are at The Whatnots official on Threads. Uh, if you liked this, go like, share, subscribe, go check out more of our YouTube videos right over here. Um, yeah, uh, thanks for checking this out. This has been number 275 of the Whatnots Review Show. We will see you all next time. Bye. Bye.